needs to know. Nick 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 needs to know. You're now listening to the podcast that you need to know. Nick needs to know. With your host, Nikita McNamara. With co host, Julia C. Well. Hey, Jules. Hey, Nick. It's our first podcast. Are you excited? Woohoo! I am pumped. Um, so I guess first of all, we just want to welcome everyone to Nick Needs to Know and to thank everyone for tuning in. And I thought just to start out, we'd talk a little bit about what made us want to start this podcast in the first place. Mm-hmm. So I think in the first place, the reason I really wanted to start this podcast was I was kind of just looking for a creative outlet and a way to um, get my creativity out that I wasn't experiencing at work. And I really just thought this would be a good place to put that energy and just to try something different and new. What about you? Mm-hmm. No, I agree. When you first came to me with the the idea, um, I was super excited. I need a creative outlet. And for me, I don't really have any other hobbies. Um, now that we're in just COVID, it's just sort of eat TV and go to sleep at work, obviously. But outside of work and all of those things, what do I do? Like, I'm not an avid book reader or an avid anything. So yeah, I'm this every Saturday when we film this, it just makes me so much more excited to do it. So thank you. Yeah. Me too. And it kind of gives us something to sort of look forward to in the week, I think, as well. And it really gives us a way to connect with each other because I think now we talk all week long just to get ready for the episodes. Yeah, no, I agree. It brings it to it. Our friendship is at a different level now. (laughs) (laughs) How annoying are we? Um, No, but I agree. It's um, that that outlet that we used to have maybe when we were younger when us up for different things and you just come home and you'd be like I'm tired and I don't want to think about this but I mean yeah this makes me so excited and it just you want to bring something into the world that you love and you enjoy and hopefully this is it this is our little baby um so I think just to start out we'll just do really brief introductions so that everyone could just know who we are and a little bit about ourselves so I'll just start so obviously I'm Nick Um, I'm single. I'm living in Toronto right now. Um, As we're going through uh, COVID and we're all quarantined at at home, I'm living in in an apartment and I'm quarantining alone. Um, I think that kind of just adds context to why that human interaction (laughs) was so important to me. (laughs) I agree. Yeah. I think it's going to be a theme on this podcast. What will Nikita do to get the human interaction? Exactly. Um, and I'm Jules. I am, I've been married, how many? So this year, 2021 in August will be three years Holy. with my husband, Darcy. I know. Isn't that crazy? Um, and I think we've been together this past December has been like seven or eight years. Um, I am quarantining with him in Oakville in our little townhome. So we have our space, so that's good, but, um, we haven't ripped each other's eyes out. Like we get into like a few spats here and there, but I wouldn't say it's a lot. Um, 
so yeah, I'm content and I'm really happy with how um, COVID is bringing us closer together. We just, we do want to spend time with each other. We're okay to spend time with each other. <laughs> I should say. It's true though. Cause I think this has been a true test for a lot of couples um, being together 24 seven and now working together mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Yeah. You get to see um, their work preferences. Like for me, we have an, um, an office. I like to work in here because I need quiet. I need my own space. I need a space that I can enter into and being like, I'm in at work. But for Darcy, he could work in bed. He could work on the couch. He could work with TV playing. And that's just his work style. So it's kind of cool seeing that and being like, okay, that's you. And this is me. But yeah. Totally. I'm the same as you. I need a quiet space and to have like an actual desk and chair and to Mm-hmm. Yeah, to have it all set up. Um, so mm-hmm. to kick off our first podcast episode, um, what we wanted to talk about today was um, goal setting. And um, we're going to go through an exercise that I actually got from Jen Atkin that I was really excited mm-hmm. about. Um, we'll share it on our Instagram so that if anybody else wants to participate with us in this and to do their own, um, you have that opportunity. Um, so before we get started, is goal setting something that you usually do, Jules? No, that's a big fat no (laughs) in my life. Um, I think I used to do resolutions just because everyone's like, oh my God, what's your new year's resolution? I'm like, to lose weight, to read more books and blah, 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 blah. But for me, I didn't really enjoy that. And I I did enjoy this um, process that you wrote out to us. um, Because it had different sections. Other thing, when you had resolutions... I felt it was like you had to pick one thing or like one or two, three things, let's say. Um, But this was like, okay, let's focus on personal health, all of these things. So yeah, I've never done this and let's see if I follow through. (laughs) What about you? Uh, So I think I'm an avid goal setter and I definitely like goals and structures and I think that's Mm. how I usually find success. Um, Same with you is I do think that I usually set very broad, like lose weight, read more books, New Year's resolutions. And I don't find that I necessarily follow through on those. But sometimes I'll set goals for myself, like I want to reach this point at X. And I'm usually able to figure out how to accomplish that. So I really liked the idea of thinking about everything holistically and setting goals as opposed to resolutions. Um, Because I think it really does make a lot more sense. And I really liked sort of breaking it up because it kind of made you think, um, like I know one of the things we're going to talk about today is recreation and same with Mm -hmm. you I don't have a ton of hobbies and it was really nice to think about um oh like what do I like doing in my off time and what do I want to do more of so Mm -hmm. I agree with you I think I think the goal setting really works um have you ever been one to do vision boards or anything like that um only lately and our friend Kaylee she but I have to say a vision board for design, not for goals. <laughs> and I don't know if that's cheesy or not, but my friend Kaylee, she, um, she was designing, like helping out with a room and she built this vision board. And when I was doing my nursery, she's like, why don't you do a vision board? And now I've done it for like a couple different rooms. Maybe I've done it um, two or three times. Um, and it's really, it's really helped. Like I'm no Oprah in, her lifestyle in doing a vision board. And I know, I know she doesn't do vision boards anymore in her life. Like she can just think about it and put their, 
in her like internal vision board. But um, yeah, I think if I could apply the design vision board to a goal life vision board, I think that would be pretty cool because then you can reflect back and um, look, physically look at what you want instead of just the words, which I think if you're a visual learner or however you like, you can see it more. Um, I've, I've never done a vision board before. Like I've been recommended that many times. And like, usually when I think of vision boards, I think about getting the magazines out and cutting different things and and doing it that way. But I like what you're saying. And I'm sure that the vision boards that you're talking about, they're a little bit more Pinterest-y and kind of like pulling different pieces together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So are we saying we should do a vision Vision board board on top of this? (laughs) Do we just signing ourselves homework? (laughs) I don't know if I like this homework, but I think it'll be something cool. Like after this and we say everything, maybe we can apply that to a vision board. Totally. And then we can reflect back on it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Writing this down. Um, Because one of the things I think that we are hoping is we'll go through these goals um, today at the starting of the year. And then I think it's going to be really nice to do a retrospective at the end of the year and kind of see even how our mind shifts have changed and how some goals might not even apply to the life that we're living. I agree. That's what I'm most excited to kind of see, okay, where we are now and then later because it's going to be funny or we're going to be laughing at each other because we're like, oh, we wanted to do this. But also I think this is going to hold us more accountable um, because sometimes you can just like fart in the wind and say, this is what I'm going to do. And then nothing really happens because it's like, how do you hold yourself accountable to these goals? And like you said, you're really good at, okay, I want to reach this by this time. Um, I I don't know if I am, I think I am, I'm someone that just like, oh, I thinks of something and then I follow through with it. And if I don't, then I kind of just like, oh, you don't need to do this and just put it out and it's gone forever. Totally. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to try to keep myself accountable for it. And I think that vision board might help me because then I'll be able to see it. Totally. I'll print it out. I'll print it out. (laughs) Totally. Um, Okay, so let's get started. Um, So the first section is broken into uh, five categories. And the five categories are personal health, career, recreation, and spiritual. Um, So um, to get started, we'll start with personal. Um, Do you want to go first, Jules, what you put for yours? Yeah. And... For me, my life where I'm at right now is I'm currently pregnant, and I think that's where my goals this year will be. Um, So for personal, I wrote a couple things, and there's going to be lots of themes in my goals because I do want to carry it out throughout. Um, One of the main goals that I have personally is for Darcy and I, when you throw a baby into a mix... I feel like that just messes it up, messes up the flow that you've had. And Darcy and I have been together for so long. We've lived together for a long, for a long time. And so now throwing in this baby into the mix, it's going to change it. And I can't predict the future. I don't know what that is. But, I mean, I, I want Darcy and I not to lose. How cheesy is this going to be? Like, <laughs> our love for each other. Yeah. And, like, lose that connection. I don't think we 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 will I'm hoping not but I mean um we're both really silly so I think that will keep us in check um but 
the strain of have bringing a baby and the first couple months, I'm just predicting it's going to be crazy. So I want to focus on my marriage and make sure that that stays intact, right? It's kind of crazy to think that like when the baby comes, um, you guys still might be working from home. And that's going to be really interesting for Darcy to be working from home with a newborn baby. And really, that will disrupt the flow that you're talking about. Yes, I'm I'm kind of excited because everyone's like, oh, is Darcy going to take weeks off? And at the beginning, I said, yeah, he's going to take two weeks off. But um, when I thought about it, I'm like, oh, he, maybe he only needs like one week because he's going to be working from home. We have another bedroom, so that could be his office. And like I said before, he can deal with noise and stuff like that happening. And no longer will it be like, oh my God, I'm going to be alone with the baby because my husband is going off to work. It's okay. He's upstairs. If I wanted to take a shower, I'm going to have the privilege to be like, hey, can you just look at the, watch the baby while I go take a 10 minute shower? And a lot of people don't have that. And I know that something as simple as taking a shower is going to be extremely meaningful in those moments. Um, so I, I'm, excited to see what that is but yeah I know I'm I don't know like yeah I keep saying excited but I'm excited to see what him working from home is gonna bring and like help us and maybe that will help us maybe I'll get annoyed with him I don't know who knows stay tuned (laughs) (laughs) um so the next one is focus on my marriage but then also focus on friends and with COVID it's put a strain, I feel like, on friendship, that face-to-face. And you really had to put work into it um, to stay connected to a lot of friends. Um, and I feel like once you have a baby, everything changes too. Like, will I be have that energy to stay up in our group chats and to comment and to do all of that stuff? And not only that, but... Um, will I be able to even see you girls with COVID? Like, I don't think I want people to see my baby in the first like three months, to be honest, but that could change as well. So I just want to focus on friends and make sure that I keep that a strong relationship. And then I don't get lost into having a baby. Um, But I think that roundabout way is just finding balance in my life. Totally. Um, And that I think is a key theme of this year for me for 2021 is to find balance and how do I balance? How do I not lose myself, my identity and also bring in someone, a new baby's identity into the world. Um, so we'll see. (laughs) Stay tuned. (laughs) Stay tuned. If Jules succeeds, (laughs) So yeah, what about you? Um, so just like you, for sure, there's a theme that's uh, going going through this whole thing. Uh, so within personal, one of the first ones I had was just to feel c- more comfortable in my own skin. And what I mean by that is um, sometimes I have a lot of doubt and I kind of second guess myself. And like even this podcast, like we've been talking about it for so long and I've just been scared about putting myself out there. So it's just about being comfortable and like, um, you know, being confident to do what I want to do and mm-hmm. just finding that like, you know, 
I agree. Mm-hmm. I want that on mine too. That's a great yeah. one. <laughs> uh, so then uh, my next one is that once um, like the world opens back up, I think I want to get better at saying yes to just random things, you know, like saying yes more often to drinks after work and all those things. Because I think sometimes like we put a lot of pressure on ourselves, you know, like that pressure to lose weight or that pressure to do whatever. And then sometimes you don't want that empty calories of alcohol or different things like that. And I think Mm. COVID has really taught me that it's all those experiences that kind of make life worth living. So I just want to make sure that like, you know, when I'm when we're able to do things that I'm just saying yes to opportunities uh, more often. I agree. I think um, that's a theme throughout a lot of people that they've basically had almost a year ripped from their lives. And if you're someone like us who don't go out because we can work from home, um, we've kind of lost that year. And so now I've heard a lot of time, a lot of people lately are like, okay, I need to take these opportunities because I don't know when I'm not going to have these opportunities again. Um, So something as simple as going out for drinks after, and I agree with you, I was a big no, like I want to go home. I take, I commute, I do all of that. So I agree with that. I think that's a great, that's a great goal to say yes. And I feel like you personally were a great yes person. Like you're always like, yes. And then you kind of let it see how it trickles out and if it's going to follow through. But um Yeah, that's a good point. Maybe I also have to push to make sure that some of those things follow through. Mm -hmm. Yeah, not let it trickle and not let it die out. Like if we say we're doing something on Thursday, we're doing something on Thursday. Yeah, Yeah. and I feel like a lot of people um, after COVID, like I like what you said, when the world opens up. (laughs) When the world opens up. (laughs) um, They're going to be like that. And I hope a lot of people are like that. Totally. Good job. Um, mm-hmm. And then my second one, um, uh, sorry, my third one is just mm-hmm. about um, saving more money, you know, like I hope this mm. year to save at least $10,000, um, which I think is going to be a struggle. And I think it's going to be really hard to do. And it's going to mean cutting back a lot. Um, but I think it's a realistic goal and something that I just want to do for myself. So one of the things that I've started doing is like, I always had, I would say like a rough budget, but now I'm actually tracking spending against that budget, um, like on a monthly basis. And I just want to get really bet like a lot better at just knowing where my money's going. And then my, my Mm. big goal for that is like, hopefully within the next three years, I can own property, like whatever that means, you know, maybe a condo, Mm -hmm. maybe it means having a rental property, maybe it means like, I don't know what that means yet. But just having something that I've invested into. Yeah, no, that's a really good goal. Maybe I'll add that to mine. Because I think I added something in the later ones. But um, no, that's a great goal, Nikita, I want you to own property. Because I feel like you've been talking about it for a long time. But this is the the time now to get serious. (laughs) To get serious because you've been um, not doing much. Exactly. <laughs> you should be, we're saving, but I mean, I, I can't believe I just said that, but like, you should be doing this. You should be doing this, but I mean, focus on yourself. And I think these goals will be great. And I think I'm going to add that money to my goal. I was just thinking like internally, personally, but this year is going to be kind of scary too with Darcy and I, because only one income and 
if you know me, I always find the most expensive thing out there, right? <laughs> I'm always like, between these three, I'm always like, that one. Like, of course, that's the most expensive. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to – I track what we spend, our home costs, but I don't think I track – are just random frivolous costs, yeah. like groceries, all of that. So that's a great goal to have. Um, and that's exactly what I've started doing. So I have two notes in my mm-hmm. phone and one's for groceries and one is for just spending, you know? So like Uber mm-hmm. Eats, I, I consider that just spending. I don't consider that groceries. So what I've started doing is like I have my goal of here's how much I'm going to spend on groceries because sometimes you don't realize when you go here or there and you spend $40 and then you're like, whoa, now I've spent $700 mm-hmm. in groceries, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. completely like I go to the store one day and it's like 150 and then the next week it's like 250 and you know what's good about that I think it's also practicing mindfulness because I'm not sure if you're like this but sometimes I have this problem where I think I'm gonna eat this and then it just sits in Mm. my cupboard forever and I never eat it (laughs) I was gonna make cauliflower pizza and I bought a head of cauliflower I think it was last year or something She's like, you're not going to eat that. I'm like, I am. I'm going to make this pizza. It's going to be so good. Nope. Didn't eat it. And I just threw it out. And then I think in my mind, well, I just threw threw out $5. Might as well just throw out money. Money. (laughs) Yeah. That's good. Mindfulness. Um, So then the next topic is around health. Um, And I think we talked about this a little bit at the beginning. Like every year, my New Year's resolution is I'm going to lose weight. Um, And sometimes I have some type of plan that goes against it. But every year, basically, I fail. Um, And I think that um, um, for sure for me to lose weight, I have to be a little bit obsessed with it. You know, I have to be obsessed Mm -hmm. with the calories. I have to be obsessed with the exercising. But then I find that it kind of takes away from other parts of my life. And like, like I start saying no to going out or I start, you know, not enjoying lunches or not, you know, all these little things. So really, this is kind of the most important to me, uh, the one to me this year in terms of health. Um, And just like making sure that I'm taking care of my body, but also that I'm not putting unrealistic expectations that New Year's resolutions sometimes cause. Yeah, and that's what I was going to say, putting expectations on you, but not unrealistic. And don't be hard on yourself if you don't be like, oh, I didn't work out today. I didn't work out in two days. But it's like, okay, in this week, try to work out once. Mm-hmm. Okay, in this week, let's try to bump it. And I feel like maybe you set that goal. Like you have that goal. I By this time, I need to do that. But yeah, you have to find that balance of how are you going to do that for yourself? And only you know that. Totally. I'm excited for your list because I think your list is going to be pretty interesting for health <laughs> considering that you're pregnant. So you go first. <laughs> Um, so I wrote a couple things and mine, I think you'll probably get, but mine was first to meditate a little bit more, um, because I feel like that will help for pregnancy. It will just help for myself, my soul inside. Um, so I'm not crazy and snapping at everyone. Um, but then the, also the two other things, and they kind of go back to back, um, is eating right for me and the baby now which I think I'm doing fine some days. Yes, I have two bowls of chips and that's okay. Totally. Because the baby needs to experience chips. chips. I need to give my, 
my knowledge of chips to this baby. Yeah, fun fact okay. about Julia and I, we love <laughs> chips. That's probably the number one part of our friendship. You know, the, the strongest <laughs> bonder is our love for chips. And I, a sidebar is I, we go up to my cottage and I feel like when we were first going up, we had, what, maybe eight girlfriends. Yep. And, okay, one of the things was everyone bring chips. So everyone brought up maybe one or two bags of chips that's a lot of bags of chips yeah. and we ate them all and we went up for a weekend for two two nights yeah but yeah and, it, and i'm okay with and that and ate 16 bags of chips <laughs> <laughs> anywhere from 12 to 16 um yeah and some of our girlfriends now are over the chip thing they're like let's get healthy ones and we're like no no we need the ruffles yeah we need the ketchup. Yeah. We need all of so that. Now so now Julia and I know, and we bring our own bag, and then the rest bring mm-hmm. their healthy chips. Exactly. <laughs> and that's fine. We've accepted that. And then that. everyone <laughs> eats our chips, and we go, what? <laughs> <laughs> no one wants those healthy chips. Let's just be honest. Mm-mm. Not when you're drinking and you're having a good time. People always just want to have the bad stuff and... I'm like, thank God I went to Costco and got the king size or whatever it's called. (laughs) Um, But then the last one, and I think it's pretty obvious, but to know that it's okay not to bounce back after having a baby. And I have always been somewhat fit in my life. And um, I'm about six months pregnant and I've gained 10 pounds. So in my mind, I'm like, whoa, it's just all in my belly. But then when I get to that point where it's like eight, nine months, I'm just, I'm going to be curious and how I take it of myself to see my body changing. And I'm not scared to gain weight, any of that. It's just, I wonder what that's going to mentally feel like mentally feel like, yeah. Yeah. How am I going to digest it? Um, but even how is how it going to physically feel? Because I bet exercise is going to be so much harder than it's ever been. Or Yeah. And, I, um, and, my, and my sleep has been horrible because I have a bad back before prior to this. And the baby's only, I think, like two pounds. Um, and then you have like extra things like more blood. So that all of that. But it's painful now even to walk. So I just I'm I'm. I'm curious I'm very curious about what it's going to feel like as I get bigger and just what that's going to take onto my body um but yeah it's not just not to be hard on myself to bounce back and to be look at my body and mean like this is normal I, I have um stretch marks I have saggy skin my belly button's weird my vagina looks weird <laughs> like it's okay and I'm preparing myself for that but I wonder what it's going to do when I hit when I see myself so yeah, that's what I'm going to do. My 2021 is going to be like, how do I balance myself after coming back from having a baby? Those are really good. Um, mm-hmm. So for me, um, it's a lot about listening to my body, very similar to what you had. Um, so for sure, I want to exercise at least three times a week. Um, and exactly to what you said earlier, I really think that exercise, it just makes you feel good. You know, it makes you feel good. It makes you feel accomplished. And I don't want to have that mindset of I'm trying to make my body feel a certain way. I really just want to take care of my heart and take care of my mind and and do mm-hmm. that. 
Um, so then again, I don't want to go on a crazy diet. And like, I really think I'm past that point in my life, like, still for sure, I want to, you know, do the odd cleanse here or there. And I definitely believe in kind of doing the reset. Um, but I want to get better at just intuitive eating and listening to like when I'm full, when I need vegetables, and just like really paying attention to myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so part of that is I really want to wean off the amount of pop that I drink because I'm a Diet Coke addict Ooh. and I like to drink a Diet Coke a day. Um, so I want to get over that. Oh, I feel like that would, and I'm doing this in quotations, that would be really easy, like a good accomplishment to be like, yeah, I'm going to stop drinking that. Exactly. Yeah, you can do it. Um, and then the next like piece to tie all that back together is just to stop obsessing over my weight, you know, and for sure, I want to keep weighing myself, but maybe it's like once per month and like, not in that sort of everyday habit, just to kind of like, weight's not the goal, you know, mm-hmm. like the goal is to feel better, to feel more comfortable, to feel good in my skin. It's not necessarily like I have to reach these numbers and kind of just to get that mindset out of my head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I agree. So then my last piece, this was one of my goals last year. Um, and it actually got derailed because of COVID. But I really wanted <laughs> to go to the dentist to get Invisalign for my bottom teeth. So I actually have my appointment next Friday to go and get quoted for that. So hopefully that's going to be an a easy check mark for this year. Um, last year I was just scared because you know, you have to go, uh, like once a month to get it re whatever. So with everything closing, I was just really scared with COVID, like what's going to happen. Yeah. But I think that'll be a good thing for this year. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's exciting. I think I'm going to, I'm going to need Invisalign too, because I've never had braces. Yeah, me neither. Um, uh, wow. Look at us. No brace girls. Um, yeah, tell me how much that is and what the process is because I'm for sure going to have to do that on my bottom teeth as well. Yeah. It's funny as you get older, your teeth shift, don't they? Because even my front teeth were always straight and now I'm noticing the two are a little... Well, I think they say as you get older, your um, your mouth shrinks. Okay. Um, like it becomes a little bit smaller. So that's why it can your teeth can adjust when you get older interesting something about that either like your jaw shrinks or something in there shrinks and that's quoted from a doctor Science. I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> do I know what I'm talking about no, no. are we trained professionals <laughs> no <laughs> but I heard it from a friend from a friend from a friend that something shrinks in there so maybe you can ask your dentist that and then give back to I us. will <laughs> Okay. Uh, So then our next uh, topic is around career. So I think before Mm -hmm. we get into this, we'll just start by saying that we both have corporate jobs. Like, um, that's what we're currently doing. Um, So I think that gives some context to sort of what our career goals are. Um, I think yours are going to be interesting again, because like, yeah, you're going to start maternity leave in, I guess, May. Yeah, in May, beginning of May. Um, Yeah, I feel like my career... Yeah, it's going to be that broad jump of what am I going to do? I, everyone's like, oh, you're going to love having the year off, like a year off work. It's amazing. I'm excited. I've always worked. Um, 
again, I'm, I'm excited to see what that feeling is, like how I'll mentally be like, of course I will want to unplug. But I mean, even at the beginning of COVID, um, my work was really slow at end of March, beginning of April. And so some days I didn't have anything to do. I know I'm going to have a baby, but um, it's just going to be interested, interesting to see that. And that's why I'm also really excited about this podcast because it's going to, I'm hopefully going to be able to have a conversation with an adult, <laughs> first of all, um, and have something else and keep my mind still moving. Right. Um, but what I wrote is I do enjoy what I, what I do. Um, do I love it? I don't know. And I think I've said this to you. I've always struggled with finding that passion about what I'm really good at. Um, I, I love working with people. I'm very much of a people person, but, um, I envy those people who are like, Oh, I've always wanted to be a doctor. Or I've always wanted to be a vet or all of that. So I hope this year will bring me some clarity of what I want to do. Um, whether it's, yeah, keep my corporate job or, and then also have this, but like, what is that outlet that we're having? And that's what, again, that's what I'm so excited that we have this because I can just give my heart and soul into this and see where it takes and see what I hopefully figure out what I want to do. Um, and then the main thing is just to challenge myself and not just be content. I can get into, I don't want to say a rut, but I mean like cozy um, because I hate feeling, I hate not doing well in something. Yeah. Right. Um, I want that to uncomfortable and feeling. Right. Yeah. And in life, I'm okay with that. But I feel like in a work setting, I always just want to do well, do it right, and move on. And um, I've struggled with that for so many years at work because um, I don't put my hand up for anything because I'm like, oh, I, I don't want to put myself out there. So I, I really ha I want to do that after, after I have a baby. But I mean, like, even continue now. If I can't put my hand up for something, do it. And I know my boss says that all the time, so... Yeah, that's a really good goal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I. What about you? I agree with you though. Sometimes it's hard. It's really hard to put yourself out there, and you know what? It's really hard to accept criticism. Yeah, and I feel like I'm very critical on myself. Like whenever I go into my yearly meetings, I literally say everything my boss is saying. She's like, "Oh, I would agree with everything you say," and so I, I'm very critical on myself. So I know what's happening. But so that's why I feel like I don't do anything Yeah. because I'm like, oh, I, I know I won't be good at this, um, but maybe you won't, but you just have to try and it's okay to fail. And the thing is, my job is like, we say that all the time and I say that too, but at work, I hate failing in that sense. I hate not being good at something. Totally. But in life, I'm like, oh, whatever, I lost. Or, oh, that didn't work out. Oops. So I wish I could apply that to my to my work. And I don't know what that is. Something's holding me back inside internally. Um, it's so funny because I think for sure we have similar issues and also slightly different. Because just like you, 
um like obviously I like to be good at stuff you know but I also um like hate contentment you know like I love to be challenged and I love to Mm. have you know new things kind of presented in front of me and I think one of the things that I had to learn very early on and I think that as you get older you do learn this is you watch all these other people and you're like wow how do all these people know what to do but the truth is no one knows what to do and everyone's Mm -hmm. acting and as you get older you just get better at acting and figuring it out and eventually it happens you know yep yep that's so funny because my boss says that too because I'm always like how did you research like how do you just know the difference between a sponsor and a mentor and she's like I just googled it Julia yeah and I was like, oh, my God, this whole time I thought you were just, like, shelling out all of these things. And she's like, no, I don't know anything. I'm just, like, I read all of these um, articles. And then I pull it in. And I'm like, oh, my God. Here I'm thinking, like, I don't know how to pull this. And I, I, I feel like I play a lot of the victim sometimes. But, I mean, yeah, I agree. Fake it till you make it. But no one knows what they're doing. And that's okay. And you just get better <laughs> at hiding it. Um, mm-hmm. So my first goal really feeds into that. So the first one was working on my presentation skills. And I think mm. that like I'm a like I love to create content, you know, like that's part of the reason that we're doing this podcast. Like I'm great at writing out speeches and I'm great at putting together. You are. Yeah, I'm great at putting together a message um, where I struggle is having the confidence to actually do it. So sometimes mm. I get really nervous when I'm um presenting or when even now through through zoom you know through zoom meetings I get so embarrassed because I still get that like my heart rate is beating and that nervousness and it comes across Mm -hmm. when I'm presenting and I really want to just work on that confidence and it really comes from truly not caring about what other people think so I think that's what I'm I'm really working on Mm -hmm. maybe there's like a course or a class to work on that yeah I would definitely take that with you because I agree but for me you can see every time like I oh I just get red yeah me and too I hate it. my cheeks get all red <sighs> and I just start talking too fast and then I forget to breathe and I just think everyone knows what I'm thinking so then they don't go into any kind of detail <laughs> exactly <laughs> Um, and I just get nervous. I'm like, everyone is in the audience right now thinking that I'm stupid. And why is she up there? And it's like, why do I have all that self doubt? And you know what, some people maybe they do think I'm stupid. But no matter what, sometimes people are gonna hate you, right? And if you don't pay my bills, I don't care about your opinion. Exactly. <laughs> but exactly like you said earlier, like sometimes we give ourselves these pep talks, but we don't follow through on the actions. I hate that. I hate preaching it to you and then for myself not following through because I 100% like I said I know what I'm doing I know that I'm like oh I just told Nikita to do this but I'm not gonna do it and I hate that um oh well well at least we know what we need to work on and hopefully we can listen back and say we did a little bit and we improved a lot but I mean it takes time it takes 
I think for what we're talking about, it takes time to build that totally, and to be confident about that. Totally. Um, so then my next piece is just around uh, professionalism and kind of getting to that level. And the people that I admire the most that I work with are people who you can tell before they speak, they stop and they think and they really articulate mm. something. Whereas sometimes I think because like I'm junior and I'm sure um, you experience the same, I really think that no one cares about what I'm saying. And I just quickly say whatever I'm thinking and it comes out like kind of verbal, verbal vomit or verbal diarrhea, you know, Um, and Mm -hmm. I really want to get to that level of professionalism where people trust me, um, people trust my opinion, I stop and I think before I speak to make sure that I'm being inclusive of everybody in the room. And like, not to say that I'm not there, but I just know that um, I could get to a different level. And I personally want to get to like, kind of a higher level in that. Mm -hmm. No, I agree with that. I think um, I've come across that from myself. And um, we would have team meetings and I wouldn't say anything in the team meetings or just nod, but I, I'm a processor. I have to take the information, process it, and then talk about it. And it can take me some time, which sucks because, um, um, some people want answers right there. I'm like, Oh, I just need a minute. But then I would, I had a one-on-one with my boss, maybe like two hours later. And she's like, Oh, you were quiet in the meeting. Like, what do you think? And I brought up all of these ideas and she's like, I wish you would have said any of these, like all of these, any one of them um, in the meeting. They're so good. I'm going to tell my director that you said those. And I was like, oh, well, yeah, not everything is stupid that comes out, right? Um, But you're really good at, I think, listening to what people say um, and then maybe positioning in a little different way or adding on to it. But I think in a professional setting, I've only known you (laughs) when we're in a group setting, Mm -hmm. but I think a professional setting, yeah, it's a growing confidence, um, that other people can have in you when you, when you speak. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, and listening was something that I really had to work on, you know, and it's hard. Like Mm -hmm. listening is one of those concepts that it sounds really easy, but it's actually really hard to stay present and focused and to really truly listen to what someone is saying and to pull it out. I think you did it really well. Um, and I'll just bring this up. We were listening to a Joe Rogan podcast that my brother sent me. And I could only listen to it for six minutes because I was really focused on the surface conversation. And yeah, I could hear what he was trying to say, but I was just getting angry. I'm like, I, couldn't, I can't listen to this shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I sent it to you because I was telling you about it. And you, good job, listened to the full 13 minutes. Um And you're like, yeah, Julia, I felt what you felt on that level. But in that next step down and listening to what they were talking about, I think that's a skill I have to develop too, where stop thinking about just what's on the surface, but also um, dig a little bit deeper. So I think that's a great skill that you have that I would like to steal. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then just exactly like you, my third is that I really had in my mind – 
one vision for myself, you know, like I think that we've always had in our mind that you have a job and you work, you know, and it's just about sort of exploring other avenues to life, you know, um, mm. how else can we you, sustain ourselves and make money? And maybe it isn't that corporate nine to five, maybe there's something different that we can do. So it's just being open to different types of experiences, and not getting so dead set in my mind about like levels, and I have to be this and I have to do that, but more, am I enjoying the work that I'm doing and do I feel passionate about what I'm doing so I guess Mm -hmm. really finding exactly what that passion is wow you said that so much better than me I think you said (laughs) it really well um if everyone's listening um that's what I said and Nikita just copied me back exactly and then I edited Julia's part out (laughs) but I, I think it's now Um, because when our parents grew up, that nine to five was, oh my God, you want to have that nine to five. And if you worked outside of the nine to five, you were weird. But now, especially in our generation and the generation below us are really, um, like being thrifty in how they work. And especially now working from home, nine to five isn't a thing anymore. Um, Darcy works like 9 30 10 to 6 because that works for him he likes to sleep in I like to work um I think I'm closer to 9 to 5 <laughs> I'm like 8 30 to like 4 30 um but I work through my lunch because I just sit at my desk um so yeah I think it's adjusting that idea that you had that you were grown up thinking that you needed and I'm sure everyone else is like yeah duh we've already thought about this but it's now we're actually executing it we're trying to see if we can achieve that and for me personally it's exciting it's like oh my god there's another option and I want to explore it totally agreed whatever it is Mm -hmm. um and I think in this podcast we're going to explore that a lot I think that you and I have had a lot of realization moments like that where we were raised to think one thing and now as we've experienced life we're like oh that might not have been right and actually here's Mm -hmm. what I want to do so Mm -hmm. I guess that's just kind of part of getting older like it's an exciting part of getting older yeah exactly I agree Um, So this is the topic that I'm most excited about, uh, recreation. Like, I think that's kind of like hobbies and things you're going to do in your spare time. You're going to laugh at some of mine. (laughs) Okay, you go first. I want to laugh. Okay. Uh, So my first one was to hike in a place I've never been before. So like um, last year, obviously with 2020, I did a lot of walking, a lot of walking around the city. Um, But one thing that I loved is like, remember when we were in Utah and we went to Zion National Park, like... I Mm -hmm. loved that. And I, um, not to say that I've never been to a national park, but I think that was the first time that I've just been blown away by just like the beauty of nature. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, it was like, I, I'm sure we've all been to a so-called national park, but like that was epic. Gorgeous. Yeah. Um, and, um, I think for sure we have a lot of that in Canada and I just haven't explored that. So if Mm. at least one time this year, I can go to a place that's like that within Canada, like I've never been to Algonquin, maybe it's Algonquin park, you know, uh, but just to experience that, that's, uh, one of the things on my list. 
Ooh, that's a good one. Um, And then the next one is I want to craft at least one or two things this year. And I think that like you and I, especially when we were younger, um, we used to love to craft, you know, like we made our vests for St. Patrick's Day. We made this, we made t-shirts, mm-hmm. we made whatever. Um, And I've really lost that. And I, you've mm-hmm. kept it up. Like you do a yep. bunch of crafting, but I haven't really crafted anything in a long time. So I, that's one thing I want to do this year. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. It and you feel accomplished totally after doing it. Um, so it's a good feeling. But this is the one you're gonna laugh about because you know how okay. you said like you set that New Year's resolution like I'm gonna read more. So I want to read. Stop. Yeah, I want to read. <laughs> but I wrote that on. Okay, good, good. I'm glad because when you said it at the beginning, I was so embarrassed and I was like, oh no, it's on my list. <laughs> no. <laughs> It has to be on everyone's list every year yeah. because if you if you aren't an avid reader, but we, we're going to do it, Nikita. We're going to do it. So my goal really is I want to read 12 books this year, and the goal is one per month. I'm halfway through my January one, so fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> they got to kick it up a notch. You have like a couple, couple days left. <laughs> um, and then my last one is like, again, because I live alone. Um, sometimes cooking's not as much fun, you know, like, and mm. before we used to have our friends over and like, you could cook for your friends and like, whatever. Um, so at least once or twice this year, I want to cook for my family. And, you know, maybe that means oh. like going to my parents house and cooking a meal there. But there's just something about like showing people you love them through food, isn't there? That is such a good one. Yeah, I agree. Wow, I'm just processing that. <laughs> That's such a good one. I agree because I cook for Darcy and just how it flows. Like he works a little bit later. I don't mind cooking. And um, yeah, when, when he turns to me and says, oh, this is really good. Good job. It's not demeaning and that he's saying that, but it, it makes you feel good. Like, oh, good. Like, I'm happy you like that. So yeah, I'm sure if you you cook something for your parents and you always go over to your parents' house like at least what once a week, every two weeks, and have a great dinner, right? Totally. And your and your dad's a great cooker, right? Totally. So that's so y- you could do it together, exactly. And and that's what I really want to do is like just to spend that time with him and for us to do it together. Yeah, yeah, that's a great idea. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Okay, what about you, Jules? Um, okay, well, books. <laughs> <laughs> I was really good because. Um, like, how old are we? Um, I've never read any of the Harry Potter books. And that was my main main thing last year was I was going to read all of them. And I think I started in August. And I read maybe four. And I'm on the fifth one, but I didn't follow through. Oh, no. And I'm halfway through the fifth one. And so I have the fifth one to get to do. And then I have the other two. But... um. I used to read a lot um, and you, I kind of get in those phases. Like I, I read maybe four books back to back because I was commuting on the go train mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you just sort of lose it. So I want to get back into that um, reading. Um, this podcast I think is going to be great um, and just that outlet that I really need. Um, so I'll just leave that. We already talked about all of that jazz. Um, I personally like gardening. How old am I? Pretty old, <laughs> but <laughs> um, I enjoy it. I enjoy gardening, seeing and growing like that. So this year, um, 
and I already prepped it last year, but I have a notebook of all these um, native Ontario plants that are really good for bees and butterflies. And I want to plant them in my garden, which is front and back. Um, because I planted some lavender, which bees really love. And I saw a couple bees last year. So I'm really excited to kind of remove those pretty one, pretty plants and bring more native ones that bees and butterflies like, cause we got to help out the bees and butterflies. Exactly. Save the planet. And then there's also one, I would love to grow some milkweed, which, um, butterflies, that's what they eat and like lay their eggs on and then like um for the monarch butterflies so i'm gonna try that very cool we'll see how that goes yeah Mm -hmm. oh that's really nice (laughs) it's i like your hiking thing too though but it's gonna make a really nice little oasis in your backyard isn't it with all i hope our backyard's really small because we live in oakville but i mean it's i think um it's taken me some time to grow it and build it a little bit lush but I think some of those native plants are more full and they can bring different um like a different vibe in there awesome mm-hmm. um okay so the last one I think is going to be pretty interesting because it's going to really depend on how we've interpreted this one I think so the last mm-hmm. one uh was spiritual um so mm-hmm. I could start out so what mm-hmm. I put for spiritual is just to remember to be thankful and to count my blessings. And I think overall, I'm usually a pretty optimistic person and I really know how lucky I am in life. But I think it's just um, always in those moments, remembering how lucky I am and um, just having mindfulness. Um, mm-hmm. And then the last, uh, the other two was um, once COVID is over, returning to volunteering because uh, within my workplace, they actually offer so many volunteering experiences. Um, and mm. um, basically, I've been at my job for three years now. Within the first two years, I volunteered for every experience just to see what do I enjoy doing. Um, and I think what I've learned about myself is I really love to work with people. And I'm not necessarily someone who wants to sit on a board or or do that. Like, that's a lot of the work that I already do at, at work. Um, one of the volunteer experiences that I loved the most is we went to this um, center. And basically what the center does is they're a place for people to take their disabled kids so that they can have a break, you know? So maybe mm. your, your kid is in a wheelchair or has some type of um has some type of disability, uh, disability where um it's a lot for the parents to care for them mm-hmm. and basically what we did is um everyone was paired off with a kid and we got to um make something with them so we made cups with them and that's when I like thought okay this is first of all what I'm good at you know like I was good at being engaging for the child and like you know just in the moment and like I think the child at the end was just so happy and and so I think they got a lot out of the experience. And Mm -hmm. also I got so much out of the experience. Like um, I just loved it. And I just went home feeling so happy. And when I went home, I was like, okay, this is my niche. And this is the thing that I really want to dedicate my, my time to. And -hmm. then unfortunately COVID happened and that kind of fell to the wayside. But once, um, everything opens back up I would love to get back into that and now that Mm -hmm. I've kind of found um what works for me I definitely want to find more experiences that are like that 
Oh, that's amazing. Um, so then the last one goes back to the mindfulness. It's a lot of just buying things that less buying things that I don't need, which is going to be better for me financially. And also <laughs> it's just, it's going to help me towards that money saving goal. And um, also, I think it's just better for the environment. I want to be more mindful mm. in what and how I consume. Oh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that one's really good. I struggled with this one because um, I think I took it more literal. Mm-hmm. Um, but as you're talking, I wrote like meditate mindfulness for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, because I have to focus on myself for this year to make sure I don't go insane, totally. like mummy brain. Um, but I think, yeah, I, I don't know. I think that's, that's it. But I mean, like, I love all of yours. Like I, 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 I would want to say, yeah, I want to volunteer. I want to do all of these things, but I feel like I'm a broken record right now, but, um, this year, I just have to focus on myself and the baby and who Darcy and I are. Yeah, your family. And that, that, that connection that we have and find that. So I'm going to say that and focus on that um, because later, once I – I don't know how to say this without degrading myself. Once I have a, like a bigger role in the community, like back to work, I feel like I'll – have to find some like I want to do all of those things that you said but I don't want to overcommit myself a thousand percent right Right? now you have such an important job to do like you're literally making a human being and that has to be your number one focus one of my goals are that it's like the goals I have is just to push this baby out like (laughs) period (laughs) like that's it I wrote and I was like that's it (laughs) But exactly like you said, life is all about ebbs and flows, you know, mm-hmm. and um, to your point, um, especially like the volunteer piece, think about it. That's just going to naturally become part of your life. Like once your child is in school, you're going to want to like join that PTA. And I know you're going to be the best PTA mom. Like I cannot wait for that. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm, I'm going to be the worst at like, um, uh, what's it called? Oh my God. Why can't I think of this word? Like soccer mom. Yeah. Oh, any sports because yeah, I'm going to be so gung ho, but while I'm watching TV, well, it's TV while I'm watching the child play, I'm going to be like, Oh my gosh, I'm so nervous. I can't watch. <laughs> my mom brought books to my brother's um, games because she was nervous to watch. So she wouldn't watch any of them. <laughs> oh my God. Totally. It's going to be so funny. Like your whole life's about to change. That's the focus. That's the focus. And yeah. it's just like running through all of it. All of these things that we just spoke about. And I'm like, I just want to take one bite at a time. Like, I feel like you have all of these things, like these accomplishments and it and my gut is like, oh, my God, I just have this one thing that I want to focus on. Like, what is that? Like, oh, I can't believe it. But when you break it down, like, yeah, that one thing is pretty big. You're bringing a life. Like, I have to pick a name for a child. Like, I, all of those things, it's pretty big, even though it's so-called one thing, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so then for the next piece, it's like things that we want to work on. 
Um, so again, this is kind of uh, broad. So I'll, I'll go through mine. And I think this part is hard because you have to be really honest and you have to say the things that you don't like about yourself, which I think is really difficult to do. Um, so my first one um, is just around gossiping. And I think as I've gotten older, I've gotten better at this. But I just want to like, you know, sometimes when you're in the moment and somebody brings something up, and then you don't want to like say to that person, I don't want to talk about this like you just sort of engage in it so it's even working through those types of moments Mm. um and I really do think now I've gotten comfortable in saying like I don't want to talk about that and like Mm -hmm. I don't feel the same way uh but it's just kind of reinforcing that and just getting to the point where like yeah I don't want to gossip I don't want to talk about people (laughs) you know how they say small minds talk about people large minds talks about whatever the quote is oh kind of yeah yeah so that's good so don't be a small mind don't be a small mind so the next one is just to have patience for people around me is that on your list Mm -hmm. yeah because sometimes I get frustrated over really stupid things or um (laughs) like I take my anger out on people who I shouldn't be or like twins (laughs) yeah just having patience and like in all honesty we're all living our own journey and we all get to different points at different times in our lives and I think sometimes you just want the best for everybody around you and you have to have patience you have Mm -hmm. to have patience for yourself and you have to have patience for others Mm -hmm. um so the next one ties into that and it's really enjoying the moment and not rushing through things or getting frustrated. Because mm. um, sometimes, uh, like, you know how they always say, um, you have to enjoy the journey. Because sometimes when you get to that end goal, like, you don't always feel the happiness mm. that you think you're going to feel. Mm-hmm. So, I, so I think it's just about enjoying the moment, enjoying whatever I'm doing, and not feeling like, oh, my God, I have to get to this next thing. Or That's getting frustrated with myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so then the next one, even though I said I'm going to say yes, I'm also <laughs> working on saying no. And this is another how one. Confusing. That, how confusing. How <laughs> and, confusing. And what I mean by uh, saying no is that sometimes you just want to help everybody and you just yeah. want to say, yes, of course I can do that. Yes, let me do that, you know. And I have to – and I think I, again, have been getting better at it, but I really just want to work on when I don't want to do something, just saying no. And yeah. you don't have to make excuses. And if someone's going to make you feel bad about something, good for them. But I'm just going to say no. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. Say yes to the fun things and no to the things that you, you don't, don't want to like, add to your plate that will be heavy. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this one goes back to the beginning as well. Just not being embarrassed or ashamed about certain things. You know, like if I don't know everything or if I fail, l- like don't get embarrassed about it. Mm-hmm. Just move on and keep going. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, just not not getting embarrassed or, or really feeling Um, you know, sometimes that shame that goes with embarrassment and feeling like you're not good enough and like you'll never be able to do something or just all those kinds of thoughts. I think Mm -hmm. that one of the things that I struggle the most with is a lot of self-doubt and I talk myself out of things and I really want to get through that and not talk myself out of achieving things that I really want to achieve. Yeah. Talk yourself out by putting yourself down. Exactly. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Um, and not not being so obsessed about what others think because, like, yeah, who cares what other people think, you know? Like, easier said than done, but I, mm-hmm. I really, really want to work on that. And then the last one is just choosing. <laughs> you have so many. You, I you know. are good at ripping yourself Self apart. apart. <laughs> yeah. You could see the self-doubter in me. Like, I know everything that's wrong with me. <laughs> Kudos to you, Nikita. Um, so then the last one is just choosing happiness. Like, you know, sometimes you get into a mood where you're just angry and you're having a bad day and you just allow that to trickle and you lash out and you do whatever. I really think that you could set a mind shift in your head where you just say, okay, you know what? My morning wasn't great and this and this and this happened, but now I'm going to flip that switch and I'm just Mm going to choose happiness and I'm just going to choose to be happy and move on Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah no I agree I think I was telling you earlier um it's okay to sit in those feelings of anger or whatever but then to kind of set a time for yourself being like you can do this for an hour you can do this for half a day you can do this for the full day but then after that move on and do yourself better because there's no point in just sitting sit sitting there's no (laughs) point in sitting (laughs) No point in sitting on your butt. <laughs> yeah. Sitting in that anger, I feel like will just eat you away. And yeah, no, I agree with that. That's great. What about you? What are you going to work on? Um, okay. Sure. About not getting... Because um, people can't read my mind people read my mind and then I get frustrated. Right. (laughs) Um, but also to tie into that new baby patients with Darcy and the baby too, because I've worked with babies. Um, and I feel like I know a little bit more knowledge than him, but patients in him learning us learning together about it and not babying him and the baby right? Does that make sense? Because we both have to learn it. And um, I know 100% we're going to snap at each other through this process or me. I don't know him, probably him too. Um, He's not a perfect dude. Okay, guys. So calm down. (laughs) Um, But be okay with saying like, I'm frustrated right now. Give me a moment. Like I need, I really need that time to process things when I get angry. I'm like, I, I'm going to say something weird or I don't know how to say it. And that's my other thing is express myself better. Um, I, ha- I have ideas and then it jumbles up when I express myself. And that's why a lot of things, that's why I like hanging out with you because I say one thing and then you're like, yeah, you mean this. And I was like, that's exactly what I mean. It's a little bit part with my disability, but I mean, it's, I want to be able to sit there and articulate what I'm feeling and that will help with patience and getting frustrated and all of that jazz. Totally. Um, I also think though that you and I have known each other now for 10 years. So now I do kind of just know what you're thinking. Like we sort of share a brain. <laughs> good. Well, can you come over and help me? Yeah. She's like, Darcy, she says this, but she's really meaning this. <laughs> Um, and then the last one, it was money. So I, I added money here where it was, um, I want to work on um, being mindful about where we spend our money next year. Oh, I'm sorry, this year. Um, 
with only having only one income. Um, what does that mean? What does that bring? What will I have to do? And I think it might fall on me a little bit more because I, I like to grocery shop. I like to pick things out for the house. So it's really um, asking yourself, do we need this? Is this a need or a want? And maybe I'm going to a different grocery store than the most expensive Whole Foods store or something like that. But I mean, be okay to like not just eat eggs for breakfast um, every night just to save money. But I mean, yeah, be mindful with that. Totally. Mm-hmm. Um, so then the last little section where we're pretty much done now, it just kind of wraps everything up. Um, but I also think thought it was just kind of like a cute little activity. So it, it's in 2021, you're going to do be have. Um, and mm-hmm. I think this is another one that we probably interpreted this in two different ways. So I think it's going to be really cute to kind of see what our, our different answers are. Um, so I could start out my do mm-hmm. was in 2021, I want to swim in the ocean. So like, I hope that's Mm. possible. Obviously, it might not be with COVID. But like, if I do one thing in 2021, I really want to swim in the ocean. I just miss travel. Like, I love the beach. I miss the beach. And that's just like my number one. This is what I want to do. That's a good one. I definitely want that on my list. (laughs) Uh, So then my B was again that whole sort of theme of everything just to be more comfortable in my own skin so my b was a more confident version of myself who truly believes they are capable of anything um and really puts themselves out there to really get those goals and i just don't want to dim my light and i want to believe in myself and not have that self-doubt so so that was Mm -hmm. my b and then again sort of just tying that whole Thing together my have was I want to have a better relationship with myself so like the way that I treat myself the way that I talk to myself and then also those around me my coworkers, my family friends having that patience and choosing happiness and just having better relationships overall mm, that's a good one we're twins <laughs> definitely twins I took a little simpler like I didn't really describe it but I was just like do what I want to do is I want to travel and whether that is to Europe, which won't be because I know Darcy really wants to travel because we've saved all these random points with everything. But even if it's just like a backyard adventure where we drive to Algonquin, like you were saying, or something like that, but also we're going to have a baby on my boob. So we have to be mindful of that, but do travel because we've just been locked up. So I think that's great. Be happy. I just want to, I'm a pretty happy, positive person, um, but who knows what these hormones are going to do inside of me, so <laughs> we'll see, but just to be happy, find that happiness in that year, and have, I wrote a relationship, but I mean, just like relationships, have great relationships next year, and maybe that's a heads up to everyone being like, I'm trying, this is a, something, a goal that I have. Um, if I don't talk to you in a month, it's not like I don't care about you, but, um, my life has changed, but yeah, just relationships have better relationships. Um, that still, I don't know, support me. Mm-hmm. It was nice talking this out, wasn't it? Oh my gosh. If no one cares about this, that's fine. Like it was really, what's that, um, cathartic yeah. for me. 
because going through this, like we said, I've never done this before. And I hope that we can, what will we do to keep ourselves accountable? And I think that vision board will help me personally. Mm -hmm. I can only speak for myself, but, um, and then you can look back and be like, okay, this is what I said. Um, so I'll create something maybe and I'll, I'll send it to you. But, um, yeah, it was really good. And I think that got, it, it gets people thinking too, what they want to do and, um, whatever stage of life they are in, they can focus on that. Um, and also I totally agree with you. We have to keep ourselves accountable. So I think that uh, definitely what I want to do is I'll, I'll think about that vision board if you send that over. Um, but what I've done for now is I put it in the notes of my phone just so that I have mm. it somewhere to kind of refer back to. And I think also knowing that at the end of the year, we're going to talk about this again. It's, it's going to keep us accountable. Mm-hmm. Not many people have a podcast they can reflect on. They film, they recorded it. And then now they have to listen to it. Exactly. <laughs> um, and I also think it really taught us a lot about each other because I think that we've learned mm. things that maybe we've never really talked about with each other before. So that was kind of nice. Yeah. And and just so everyone knows, like Nikina and I have been friends for a long time, but I think our friendship has really grown and evolved. And even in these last um, couple, what, month that we've been doing this, I think I've learned a lot more about you. Um and that just shows that you you can be with someone, but still are evolving and learning about each other. Um, one question I wanted to ask for you is, uh, you know, on uh, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, how Lisa, she had those goals with her husband. I thought that was kind of cute. Do you and Darcy ever kind of set goals like that together or? No, no, but I saw it too. And I was like, oh, that's a cool idea. I like their, their relationship I, I like together because it's a little tit for tat. I don't know. But um, maybe after this, then I can talk with Darcy because then we can align our goals to make sure that we're on the same page. So it's evolving because you kind of have to work on a marriage and you never really realized what that means. And I think that's one of the first steps that you can do. Totally. Is align your this goals. is good to align your goals. Yeah. No matter how cheesy like that sounds. Like I would never be like, this is what I want to do when I'm married. But I think it does help. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It was nice having someone to talk about it with. And it was nice hearing some of your goals and being like, oh, yeah, that's something I can incorporate into my life as well. Mm -hmm. And even just hearing that we have some of the same challenges, I think, was really helpful. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I agree. thanks, Jules. Enjoy the rest of your week. I will. You too. Okay. Work hard on the go those goals. <laughs> or Stay accountable. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Jules. Talk to you later. Bye. Toodles. Bye.